Praise the Lord. You are listening to a word from the Lord, a radio and internet ministry of the Refuge Temple Church of Burlington, North Carolina. Refuge Temple Church is located in the heart of Burlington, NC at 152 North Main Street. Our pastor is Bishop Reginald J. Davis. Refuge Temple Church is a spirit-filled, Bible-believing, multicultural ministry ordained by Jesus Christ to serve him, his kingdom, and the community from Main Street to the world. We welcome you to join us now for anointed music and the word of God. I want to talk for a few minutes from the subject simply that the Lord has been good to you. The Lord has been good to you. That's our subject today. The Lord has been good to you. And at a time where so many difficult things are taking place and there's so many problems and there's so many issues and we've seen sickness and we've dealt with death and transitions and we've dealt with problems, it it seems almost um, um, nonsensical to say that the Lord has been good. But you have to have a frame of reference that looks at your life and looks at it in totality and looks at the specifics that God has wrought in your life. And when you start to consider everything that God has done and everything that God has made happen, you have to say with assurity that the Lord has been good to me. Maybe life has been challenging and maybe I've had some difficult circumstances, but I have to be honest and say, God, in the midst of all of this, you have been good and you have remained faithful. The one thing that God has put in my mind and my heart and my spirit in this season is to recognize the faithfulness of God and the fact that throughout every situation of my life, and I'm not just talking about the last four months, but every situation of my life, God has been good. In fact, I would not even be here if the Lord had not been good to me. I would have died long ago. I would have fallen apart long ago. I would have ended up in the insane asylum long ago or even incarcerated long ago. But I'm just thanking God that despite all of it, God has been good. Yes, there's been challenges, but thank God he's been good. Yes, there's been difficulty, but thank God he's been good. Yes, I have been challenged to the limit of my ability, but I came to serve notice on the enemy that I will not complain and I will not allow myself to be frustrated by life, but I will make a decision that I lift my hands and open my mouth and give God, give God the glory because he has been good. Anybody know God's been good? Then do something that gives God praise because you know the Lord has been good. Hallelujah. How we look at the goodness of God has everything to do with what God does and how God blesses and how God sanctifies himself in us. And God has used life's experiences to teach us about his goodness. Yes, we all have Bibles and thank God, I hope we read our Bibles. And yes, we all pray and have a connection with God. But there is something uniquely important about the experience of life that teaches you the goodness of God. That when I go to face this or I go to face that or I encounter 
difficulties and troubles and tragedies. And yet God has a way of navigating me through all of it. It reminds me and shows me of the personal goodness of God. Because the one thing that the enemy can never take from you is your testimony. Oh God, the one thing the enemy cannot rob you of is your testimony. People can question your religious faith. They can question your religious philosophy. They can question your values and your motives, but they can't question what you know in your heart that God has done for you. When you know for a fact that I was in sin, but the Lord saved my life and saved my soul. The devil can't take that from me. When I know for myself, oh hallelujah, that I was sick and I could not get well, but yet the Lord touched me my body and I'm here living now, that's a testimony that even hell can't take from me. Oh, I'm so glad I'm surrounded this morning by people with testimonies, people that were in trouble, people that were in sin, people that were hurt by the enemy, but the Lord delivered them. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good for his mercy. Oh, hallelujah. His mercy endure it forever. The text that we read in the book of Exodus is a, a, a reunion, as it were, between Moses and his wife, his children, and his father-in-law, Jephro. And Jephro was the priest of Midian, and so he knew of Jehovah, but he did not have the same connection perhaps that Moses had, but he did know of Jehovah. He was a worshiper of Jehovah and somehow God knitted them together through the marriage of his eldest daughter and Moses. And in the time that Moses was in Egypt, the wife and the children stayed with Jephro. So this is on the other side of the Red Sea and they've come through the Red Sea and they've now come and she shows up, rather Moses shows up, Jephro shows up with their two children. And I want to pause because this is Mother's Day and as I was reading this, I thought about the fact that your children say something about you. If you're a parent, if you're a mother, if you're a father, your children speak, oh God, concerning your life. And, and, and hopefully they speak well well because of what you've tried to teach them and what you've instilled in them and what you've shared with them. And sometimes we can look at children that for whatever reason are dysfunctional and we can only look at their parents and say, you know what, we know where that came from. But in this particular instance, there are two children that show up, hallelujah, with Moses, oh God, and, and, and rather with Jephro to greet their father Moses. And I want to just focus for a moment on the names of the two children. The first one was Gershom. And Gershom means I have been an alien in a strange land. In other words, hallelujah, Moses is talking about the fact that even though he was born in Egypt, he was in a strange land. Even though he was raised in Egypt, he found himself in a strange land. Even though he had been taught and trained by the Egyptians, Moses still found himself in a strange land. And you know what? You can live in this world, but this world for the believer is not the home of the world. And that's why you can't align yourself with the world system. You can't align yourself with the world's way of doing things, with the world's way of thinking, because it's not connected with your life as a believer. We sung a song in the old church that this world is not my home. I am just passing through. I'm just passing through here on my way to glory. So I can't get hung up. I can't get tied up. I can't get engrossed in this world because this world is not 
not my home. I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm looking for a better place. I'm looking, oh God, to be reunited with Jesus Christ. I'm looking to be one with the Lord. I'm looking, oh God, to be connected with him. And I'm living my life not for the sake of right now, but I'm living my life for the sake of the future. Anybody here living because you're planning on seeing Jesus? You're planning on going to heaven? You're planning on going to glory? Oh, hallelujah. Thank God that I have a hope beyond right now. But the second son is just as important as the first son. And the second son of Moses was named Eleazar. And Eleazar means that the God of my father was my help. The God of my father was my help. And I'm so grateful today. And I came to testify to the parking lot and to the sanctuary and to those watching that the only reason why I'm here is because God helped me. Anybody want to be honest about that? I'm not here because I had the right attitude and I'm not here because I had the right disposition and I'm not standing here because life has been easy and I'm not here because everything has gone well, but I'm here because there's a God that had mercy and that helped me. Oh, hallelujah. I'm thanking God right now that the only reason why I'm not somewhere losing my mind is because God helped me. I'm here and the only reason why I'm not dysfunctional is because God helped me. In fact, I'll be honest, he rescued me. Oh, hallelujah. I was down for the count, but thank God he reached down and and he rescued. Oh, hallelujah. Sung a song in the old church. With, from, with sink, in sinking sand, he rescued me. With tender hands, he rescued me. From darkest night to shades of light. Anybody glad the Lord rescued you? Oh, come on, shout hallelujah. Thank God that he rescued me. He says, Eleazar means the Lord was my help. And I'm so grateful today that I'm living off the help of the Lord. Oh God, I, I, I was appalled when the stimulus check started flowing. And somebody said they insisted that they write the name of the president, oh God, on the stimulus checks to remind the people, I guess, that the money came through the administration of the president. But I came to tell somebody that my help doesn't come from the president. Oh God, my help, I thank God for Roy Cooper, even allowing churches to be essential, oh God, to the community. And he kept us open in the midst of the pandemic. But Roy Cooper doesn't get the glory. Oh God, the mayor of Burlington and the city manager doesn't get the glory. Who gets the glory? It's of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed because his compassion fails not. It's made new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Somebody open your mouth and just thank God for being great. Thank God for being the provider. Thank God for being the keeper. Thank God for being the healer. Oh, come on and shout hallelujah. Oh God. He said, Eleazar means the Lord was my help. And because he was my help, he delivered me from the sword of Pharaoh. Moses recognized the fact that if God had not been good to him, he would have died in Egypt. And he also recognizes 
the mercy of God. Because what we don't share often, but is in the word, is that Moses was a murderer. He killed an Egyptian in Egypt and ran for his life. And so by Egyptian law, he should have been on death row. And I'm praising God, not just for what he's done, but for what might have been. Oh, hallelujah. And if you would be honest, you know that there's some things that should have happened to you that God didn't let happen because he was merciful. Oh, God, can I have an honest witness here? There's some things that should have taken place that did not take place because God was a merciful God. Oh, I hear the word say, oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, I'm thanking God that he's a good God and I'm living off of the mercy of God. Oh, I'm living off the mercy. That's why some of you can sit around and look sedity and be quiet and not thank God. But when I look at where he brought me from I have to give him oh God the glory when I look from whence I've come when I look at his mercy when I look at his grace all I can do is open my mouth and say thank you I need an honest person out here on the parking lot I need an honest person that'll give God the glory because you're not supposed to be here but the Lord has been good the Lord has been gracious. The Lord has been merciful. Come on, clap your hands. Shout hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Jephro began to rejoice with Moses. And Jephro looked at the life of Moses. And Jephro looked at everything Moses had endured. He had come out of slavery. He had come out of obscurity. He had come with a death sentence on his life. But yet the Lord preserved him and not only preserved him, but used him to bring deliverance to captive Israelites who had been enslaved for many years. In fact, 400 years, they had been enslaved. 400 years, they had been in bondage. But the Lord used Moses, oh God, to, as an instrument to bring people out of bondage. And I came to tell somebody that you're not saved just so you can sit around and be in church. But God needs you to be an instrument, oh God, to reach somebody else. And that might be the reason why God shut down the buildings because we did too much church in the building and we thought it was all about the sanctuary and all about the choir and all about the numbers in the seats and God said let me shut it down because if you've got the Holy Ghost and if you're a witness you don't need the church to be a witness you don't need the building to be a witness but my soul is a witness oh hallelujah for Jesus Christ oh God look at what the Lord has done in my life and God needs each of you to go beyond the walls of refuge temple and go beyond the walls of the sanctuary and tell somebody oh God you're on the phone to order your food you're on the phone to get your medicine you're on the phone to talk to your friends but when was the last time you got on the phone and just told 
told somebody, I got to tell you about the goodness and the mercy of God. That the Lord has been merciful, oh God, to me. My life should have been over, but God preserved me. God protected me. God covered me. And the same God that loves me, loves you, and he's able to deliver you. Shout hallelujah. Jephro looked at Moses' life and understood that the Lord was a good God. And in this season of the pandemic, God has chosen all of us to be a witness to his goodness and to his mercy. Oh God, one thing the church did that I now know was a mistake was the elimination of testimonies because so many people's lives are impacted by the testimony of somebody else. And there's somebody that you know and there's somebody that you love that needs to hear your testimony. Oh God, I'm looking around at the parking lot and I only know some of the stories. I don't know all of your stories. Oh God, but if I could pass the mic from person to person, I would hear one say that the Lord saved me from drug addiction. Oh God, I was strung out, but the Lord saved me. I'd hear somebody else say, the Lord saved me because I was a fornicator. I was an adulterer. The Lord saved me. I was a thief. I was a liar. The Lord saved me. I didn't even love myself, but the Lord had mercy and he loved me and saved me. I wish I had somebody that could testify about the goodness of the Lord. There's somebody out here that's been sick, but the Lord touched your body. The doctors thought you would not get well. I'm looking across the lot at Elder Dokes, and I remember going to, praise our God, to the urgent care center. Oh, hallelujah. And he was sick unto death. But before the ambulance came, we prayed. And thank God that man of God is still standing, able to give God the glory, because he was wounded for our transgressions, and he was bruised for our iniquity. And the chest of our peace was upon him and thank God by his stripes we are healed I'm looking at people oh God that came in poverty didn't have money to pay their bills but the Lord said I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread and somehow you're living somehow you're prospering somehow God is keeping you oh hallelujah I'm looking at people that ought to be locked up in an asylum but God's a keeper of the mind and just when the enemy tried to take my mind the Lord reminded me I'll keep you in perfect peace if your mind is stayed on me I'll keep you in trouble I'll keep you in affliction I'll keep you in tests I'll keep you in trials thank God somebody thank God God, thank God, thank God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord has been good. The Lord 
has been good. And that's the word God gave me. And I understand why he gave me the word. Because before this season is over, the world is going to try to blame God for the pandemic. Oh, y'all need to hear this. Before this is over, the enemy's going to try to get people to turn their backs and their hearts away from God, saying that if he was real, this would not have happened. And if he was real, nobody would have gotten sick and nobody would have died. But let me remind you that it rains on the just as well as the unjust. Let me remind you, oh hallelujah, that in, 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 in the beginning of April, they were predicting, oh God, that some million people would die before the month was over. Oh God, and I remember sitting in my house saying, Lord, you just can't let that happen. And I asked those that watched on Facebook, come on, pray with me, that God would stay the hand of death. And thank God, although people have died, it has not come close to what they predicted. And I don't give credit to the CDC. And I don't even give credit, oh God, to social distancing. I give credit to the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good for his mercy endureth forever. You're still alive because of the mercy of God. You ought to thank God right now for his Hey God, I know y'all, we in the parking lot, but you ought to thank God right now for his mercy. You ought to bless him right now for his mercy. You ought to praise him right now for his mercy. So, this is the season that the church has to stand up and tell everybody that the Lord is good. Oh God, anybody know he's good? Anybody know he's good? Anybody know he's good? This is the day that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice and be glad in this day, I know we're not inside. We can't hear the organ. In fact, Brandon's standing right here. But while we're all out here, let everybody do something that gives God the glory. Let everybody do something. I don't care what you do. I don't care how you do it. But do something to make the devil a liar. I'm looking at Jeannie that's recovered. I'm looking at folks that have been spared. Everybody open your mouth, clap your hands, give God the glory, cause he is good. Hallelujah. Oh, the Lord is good. And we all, the next, as we go in the next few weeks, and I know the big push is to lift the restrictions. And I want to say something cautionary. I'm not trying to be doubtful, but I'm being real based on the medical evidence. The medical evidence says Corona hadn't gone anywhere, but people are greedy. They worried about their stores. They worried about their paychecks and they would sacrifice your life. Come on, somebody just so they can make a dollar off of you in the store or in the nail salon 
or in the dress salon or in the barbershop. I need you to be careful because we don't know how long this is going to last. But I need you to make a decision that for as long as this lasts, God's going to have one person that'll give him the glory. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. As long as this lasts, God's going to have one person that'll say he's good. As long as this lasts, God's got somebody that'll say he's real. Anybody know he's real? Anybody know he's real? Anybody know he's real? Oh, hallelujah. So I'm thanking God today. I'm thanking God today. And I just came to encourage all of you that the Lord has been good. We're socially distant. So holler at somebody and tell them the Lord's been good to you. Oh, hallelujah. Holler at somebody else. Tell them the Lord's been good to you. I'm not going to hug you, but I'm going to tell you that the Lord has been good. Oh, hallelujah. The Lord has been good. The Lord has been good to you. Don't let anything rob you of your praise, rob you of your worship, rob you of your ability to glorify God because the Lord has been good and he remains faithful, my God, to us. And believe it or not, somebody is looking at your life and your life shows the goodness of the Lord. Your life reveals the mercy of God. All during this season and long after it's over, I need you to testify concerning the goodness of God in the land of the living. Everybody right now, give God the best praise you can give him. Come on, everybody right now, give God the best praise. Oh, hey, God, hallelujah. Give God the best praise. Oh, my God, that you can give him. He remains faithful. That's right. That's right, Jeannie. Y'all help Jeannie praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, God, don't look at it. Help her praise the Lord because the Lord's been good. Oh, hallelujah. The Lord's been good. The Lord's been good. The Lord's been good. You know what? He's even saving in the middle of the pandemic. Hallelujah. I'm looking at Carl over there in the corner. Hallelujah. About a month ago, came on a Monday night, got baptized in Jesus' name. We sat socially distant. And God filled him with the Holy Ghost because God doesn't need the hand of a preacher to give somebody the Holy Ghost. If he puts his hand on them, they'll receive the power of the Holy Ghost. So God has shown himself to be a great God at this season. So for those that are watching and those that are in the parking lot, I want us to pray. And I want us, first of all, and this is a time of personal reflection. If you have complained about anything, I want you to repent for complaining. Feeling sorry for yourself, feeling bad about this, bad about that. But just take a moment and just tell the Lord you're sorry. Just tell him you're sorry. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, 
If we've in any way complained, bellyache, whined, fussed about anything, Lord, we're sorry because in all of this, you have been a good God. You have been a gracious God. You have been a merciful God. Every person out here could have been exposed, could have been in ICU, could have died on a ventilator. But Lord, your hand has been upon us. So we say thank you right now. Everybody out here could have lost their home, could have lost their car, could have died of hunger because there was no money in the account. But Lord, you've been a provider. And we thank you, God, for being a provider. Lord, in the midst of the isolation, somebody could have lost their mind. Somebody could have become suicidal. Somebody could have given up on life. But God, you've been our joy and you've been our strength, God. And we say thank you right now. I thank you for the church family those in the lot, those watching at home, wherever they are, thank you for them now, Jesus. I thank you for the entire body of Christ. And I pray your hand remain over us, that your protection remains upon us. I pray for somebody today that is sick. God touch right now. Everybody that went on and said, pray for me. God, I'm praying for them now that you would touch and heal their bodies. Lord, there's blood that heals even now. There's blood, God, that heals even now. So touch them now in the name of Jesus. I pray, God, that you would remember those that are grieving. Lord, send help to them now. God, give them comfort. Some lost their mothers before Mother's Day, but Lord, they had a mother. So God, I want you to cover them and console them and protect them. Oh God, comfort them now in the name of Jesus. Remember, Lord, those that are out every day because of their job, their responsibilities. Lord, put a hedge around them and keep them safe. Lord, look on the body of Christ. Lord, all over the world. Lord, protect us. Lord, keep us. Put fire in us, oh God. Oh God, put fire in the church, God, that we might go forth and preach your gospel, whether it's in the sanctuary, on the parking lot, on Facebook, on Zoom. Let us preach the gospel so that people can be saved. God, I thank you now because you're a faithful God and Lord, your mercy endure forever. So we give you thanks now in the mighty name of Jesus. And we know that you're real. Everybody out here, everybody watching at home, come on, give God your best praise right now. Come on, give God your best praise. We sincerely hope that you were blessed by this broadcast today. If you desire prayer or want more information about our church, please call us at 336-570-3664. Again, that's 336-570-3664. You can also go to our website for more information about our ministry at www.refugetemplenc.com. Again, that's www.refugetemplenc.com. Pastor Reginald and Lady Charity Davis and the Refuge Temple family would like to invite you to worship with us whenever you are in the Burlington area. If this ministry has blessed you, 
please write to us at P.O. Box 3552 Burlington, N.C. 27215. That's P.O. Box 3552 Burlington, N.C. 27215. Or email us info at refugetemplenc.com. That's info at refugetemplenc.com. God bless you and until next time, shalom, shalom.